Hey everyone, today I'm so excited to come with you. We have a really unique uh, session today. I have some special guests that I'm going to be introducing to you guys here soon, but I want to submit to you that God is doing something among the youth. As we've been talking about in the last few weeks, I think, in fact, that we are standing at the beginning of an absolute move of God among young people. There have been in past generations moves of what can only be explained as moves of the Holy Spirit, drawing the hearts, convicting the hearts, putting repentance in the hearts of youth and even calling them to give up aspirations and desires and things that they thought they wanted to do for the call of God that is right before them. And today I am with one such group that I have had the honor to kind of come across and I want to absolutely have them share their heart with you today about the things that how they how God met them where they're at what God has called him to do, what they're up to right now. And I know you're going to be encouraged to hear how even though the world is crazy and even though there's so much things to be concerned about for believers at the same time, I want to submit that there is great hope that there is great things that God by his spirit is doing in the hearts of young people. And so today, without further ado, I want to uh, introduce you to the nameless disciples. And hey, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Please just introduce each and every one of you for me in short. Uh, your name and and then I just want you guys to kind of head off into like where where this all started what you guys are all about yeah totally so I my name is Tyler Lance and married to Anna hi I'm Trinity <laughs> married to Jesus <laughs> <laughs> okay well um, basically we're the nameless disciples we are here only to build one name one kingdom and not to glorify ourselves but basically how this all started is the lord really was drawing us to and giving us a hunger for more we were living our everyday lives we still loved we were walking with the lord we still really loved him but we just felt like a, such a drawing that we are living in the end days but there is so much more to be living for we ended up coming together and just basically coming together in prayer and worship for like 14 days straight, just basically saying like, okay, Father, here we are. We want to be available for you. Whatever it is that you have, we are here. And from that, this kind of all got birthed out. Yeah. Yeah. And also like during that time too, we all personally went on like the longest fast that we'd ever done. And God showed us like it was back in December that we need to fast. And so we all personally like set our personal records, individually different ones. Mm -hmm. And he just showed up and it was just pouring vision. And just like Trinity was sharing, just and we met with prayer and um, and worship like 14 nights straight and just kept showing us surrender, die to yourself, give up your life for the kingdom. And we were going to the word and we were just reading about Yeshua and, and how he's like, lay down your life die daily pick up your cross and follow me and and just kept burning on our heart and then we also in the back of our mind we knew about what's going on in this generation with the young people and and they're they're bound up and they're hurting and there's so much um i I grew up in um keeping shabbat and the feast for 23 years and been over all over the united states with different groups i've been very connected to a lot of families and just hearing the heart of the youth and where they're at and it just it burned inside of me like 
Man, the kingdom needs to go forth at this time for such a time as this. And so through prayer and, and, and just fasting, he began to show us to just lay down our life and be surrendered, to let go of what we are holding on to and, and to stop building up our kingdom on this earth for ourselves, but to just to seek him. Awesome. So, so Tyler, share with me a little bit about, you know, the, the three of you are seated here. Are you representing a larger group? And what does that look like? Yeah, so we have a lot of actually family connected. Um, Trinity has a, a several siblings. I'm the oldest of 11. So we have a lot of siblings involved. Um, we're actually getting ready to do a tent revival in the next few days. And so we have a lot of um, family that's coming up to help out here. Um, but we also have a lot of other young people that begin to plug in and connect from Georgia, um, even here in Colorado. And he's just beginning to, to he's begin to call the young people to become radical for the kingdom. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's, we're, we're kind of the three that kind of represent, but there is a bigger majority behind. Um, and there's, and this is so new and fresh and he's, the youth are just on fire for Yeshua. So what does that mean in terms of, you know, you guys, um, you're, you're this group, what do you guys, when you're saying, okay, you're, you're picking up your cross, you're following him, you know, all these things are very biblical, but what does that then practically kind of look like? You know, you're saying that you've, you, you're, you're, you're in Colorado doing like a tent revival, things like that, but like what is that day-to-day -day practicality how does that look like i guess for me and my personal is just yeah dying to like the american dream like that thing is the american dream is so pushed in this country and i grew up kind of uh that was my mindset was the american dream i'm gonna retire early and just gonna do all that and the father convicted me is like are you building your kingdom are you building your dream or are you are you a part of my dream are you part of my kingdom and it really it struck me to the core i was like wow i i am i'm selfish and I need to die to myself. Yeah. And and he and he tells us like Yeshua led the example, and you know, and by him leading the example, he told us to lay down our life for the sake of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And really examining your life and looking at is he really Lord over my life? Because we can say that he is Lord, but if you really step back from an outside perspective and look at it. Are we spending most of our time with him? Are we glorifying him in all that we do? And it's really taking a look and seeing, okay, are you actually God, the Father, like over my life? And if not, you know, just seeing like, Father, like, what does that look like? What do I have to die to more? Like this second, you know, don't even just look about at it like every single hour, but like this second, what is it that you are speaking? And just being intentional. And just cultivating that relationship and that everyday life, just like waking up and wanting to spend that time with him. Because if you have a relationship with somebody, you have to spend time with them. Yeah. And you have to really cultivate that relationship and sacrifice your time yeah. to be with that person. And really just cultivating that in an everyday way of just spending that time with him and mm -hmm. sacrificing that time with other people just to spend it with him and yeah. to tune your ears to hear his voice and just asking like, Father, what do you have for me today? What person do you have for me to encounter today? What, and even like as a mother, like for my children, like father, like how can I pour into my children today that will impact their life for the rest of their life? And just really just making it about him and not about myself or about anybody else. Awesome. So Trinity, you mentioned something earlier about at Missouri, something happened uh, where something started. Can you guys share a little bit about that? What do you mean about that? 
Yeah, so we had this uh, event called Rise Up <laughs> in February uh, of this year. And going into that, I've never really been a part of any type of events or really, I'm pretty new to all like Shabbat and Feast stuff. So when they asked if we can lead worship, I was like, okay, like this is my first time actually being a part of it. And I wanted to go into it just nothing of myself. I was like, I just want to be so empty of me. I just want to be so filled of you because all I want to do and all I'm here for is to give you glory. Yes. So going into that, I called it like spiritually feasting because it's like you prepare so much for like a feast or let's say it was like Thanksgiving around the time. is You, you prepare so much days before just like you spend day and night just slaving, you know, just to enjoy this one thing. So I'm like, okay, I want to spiritually feast. I want to abstain from this. I want to just pour all of my time into just spending it with you so I can be so full, just so I can just pour out so much for this event, you know, because I just want to give you glory here. So as we were preparing for this Rise Up event, um, we went into it just, again, we, we came together all the time just to be intentional about preparing for that event. And when I say that, like the Holy Spirit moved so much at that event, like it was it was life changing for, for us. me, for like for, for like me specifically, and for literally us. Like that is honestly what launched us into this. But like I just totally felt like the fear of man broke off of me at that event, and I just really felt like He just showed me who I was supposed to be, and He showed so many other people their identity in Him, and it truly was incredible, and it like marked me forever. I still look back at one of the youth nights, or that Saturday night when we called forth the youth and we just empowered them and and just basically showed them that this is for you too. That was honestly like one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> when you say this it's, is, sorry, when you say, when you told the youth, this is for you too, what do you mean by that? Meaning that, that God is for them. He is not against them. Yes, he's for your parents too, but also you specifically, you can have a relationship with him because because he's calling you by name. He is he is niche you in your mother's womb. It is for you. Relationship and communion with our heavenly father, like that is for us. Even as young people, I always looked at it and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, have a relationship with him later. Like, I just want to live my life now. And that's not the case. We are we are made for him. We are made in his image and we are made for true communion with him. Yeah. And so when you just give people that chance, when somebody shared that with me that I can have an intimate relationship with him now, that changed everything for me. And once I was able to see that he can meet me where I was at, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stay the way I'm going to be. I was able to just, everything changed from that day on when when somebody shared with me that he wants me right then and there and that I can, I can have a relationship with him and they're able to encourage me in that way. So that's what I mean when he is now, he is for the now. Oh, I love that. And it's not, it's, and what you just said there is so important because it's not just this kind of message we see in some circles of that's that's sometimes targeting youth that's you know just come and come to jesus come to jesus but there is no focus on repentance it's kind of like a come to jesus you can do what you want stay stay as you are no but there's actually a call like you just said trinity that's like well and but i had to surrender things like i had to change i had to actually um um not not make myself god but ha but understand that he is and i fear him and i'm gonna follow him so, yeah, I love that. Tyler, you wanted to share something. The, the father spoke to me kind of around that event time 
was like, we have to make space for them. I mean, you know, if you think of a forest, if you don't cut down some of the bigger trees, it's not like we're cutting down, but make space, make some room, scoot mm -hmm. over for the, for the new, the new, the, you know, the yeah, new to come exactly. up. And, um, and so that's what really the father's burning my heart at that, at Rise Up was making space and that their testimony is just as powerful as my grandpa's or as the pastors or as the evangelist or whoever the leader may be is they're just as important because they're just as a child's God as anyone else's. Mm -hmm. And so it was just making space and also just empowering them, encouraging them that, that God wants them and God sees them. And no matter the hurt that they're in, whether they're struggling with suicide or anger or unforgiveness or different things that you can repent, you can renounce and say, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Jesus, Yeshua, take it all away from me. And he brings the freedom. And he, mm -hmm. and, and so we've been seeing this over and over and over in young people. And, 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 and we bring it to the, every generation. It's not just the young people, but our heart burns for this young generation. Um, but it's just making space for them to say, I can let go of this. And, and just actually just two weeks ago, right behind this camera, um, we ministered to a young lady and she'd been struggling. She'd been on the mission field with her church. She had been um, even, I think, on the worship team, but she struggled with a lot of things she'd hold on. And she'd never really told anyone about it. And she got full release yeah. two weeks ago and 1230 in the morning, we baptized her and <laughs> powerful. And just yesterday we were talking with her and she's like on fire. She's like, I feel so born again. I feel so clean. She's like, I want, I'm telling everybody what God did to my life. And here she grew up in the church. Here she's been on the mission field. She's 16 years old and, and God radically just shifted her life. And she's like, I, 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 I can't stay silent about this. And so that's what we're seeing in the youth is once they encounter the kingdom and they're like, I'm not struggling with night terrors anymore. I'm not struggling with this disobedience or even rebellion towards my parents and they get delivered of that, then it brings family revival and brings unity into the home. Um, but it begins the day, then they're like, wow, I can go to the word. He's so real to me. I've tangibly touched the kingdom and I'm no longer just a believer. I'm an eyewitness of what Yeshua did. I'm an eyewitness that Yeshua lives and because he resurrected my life. And this is what we're seeing in the youth. And it, it breaks my heart because I want to see all the youth set free. I want to see all the youth. I want to see, I even want to see the parents because I know the parents or have hold, or holding on to things and struggling. We minister to the parents, but it, it, it's time now for, for people yeah. to be free, that, yeah. that it, to leave Egypt, to leave the spiritual Egypt and, and to become encountered with the King and yeah. to walk in relationship with him. Yeah. And you don't have to hold on to all the hurts and the wounds and the unforgiveness and the anger and the generational curses and sins. You can be free. Yeah. He gives you freedom. And, and so that's our heart is to bring this to this time in this season, in this generation. Mm -hmm. And just like, like I said, the circles I ran in growing up, there's just a lot of different things there and that we're missing. And so it birthed in me and my heart to like, I want to bring this. I want to bring the gospel. I want to bring the freedom that Yeshua, that Jesus gives us. And so that we can truly be set free because all the enemy wants us to do is bound us and hold us down by these little pesky things of unforgiveness and all these different things. Because all if the enemy has control of you that way, he's hindering you from being fully walking in the kingdom like Yeshua did. And yeah. Yeshua says in the prayer that let us pray that your kingdom would come from heaven into this earth vessel, into these earth vessels, into all the earth vessels that are watching. His king, that's his heart desire, is that his kingdom would come down from heaven and into these earth vessels 
to bring the kingdom to earth. And we have that opportunity. It's, it's all our choice. He's not forcing it on us, but it's just making room for the youth to have that kind of encounter and that they can release their hurts and they release the different things they're struggling with encounter it. And we're seeing just radical change in young people's lives to yeah. a point where they're struggling and hurting and near suicide and, mm-hmm. and near addictions and near all this to a point now they're in the word, they're praying, they're fasting, they're worshiping, and they're they're longing for Jesus, they're longing for Yeshua, they're going to the streets, even as young as 12 years old, they're going to the streets with their parents, they're seeing miracles on the streets, and all because they've been set free yeah. by the bridegroom, and now they've been empowered to go forth. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. too exciting, like God's moving, and I, I don't know who would want to be against it, because he, it's so powerful when when you see it it just makes you fired up to just to go forth for the gospel's sake and and to reach the lost to reach the hurting and reach those that are struggling and so yeah it's powerful and and I mean brother like and it's like you said who can be against that you know and I think it's it's important to make clear here you know because a lot of people might have you know when they think about and hear all of these things there's a lot of questions sometimes I want to make it clear for everyone who's listening uh, from me knowing uh, this group, like they're not, um, they're not encouraging rebellion, right? They're not encouraging, like like Tyler just said, it's with the parents. It's but it's focusing, it's looking towards the youth because sometimes in ministry, what's happened is we have been very focused on the adults, on the parents, and that's wonderful. But sometimes it's been at the exclusion of the children. The children go into the other room while the parents receive ministry. While this is a shift to be, well, let's get everyone in the same room and let's minister to. And this is what the father spoke to me recently, because, you know, recently I've been uh, had the honor to be just invited to speak at youth camps and things like that. And and I don't have, I haven't done that a lot before. I've ministered to a lot of adults and I was like, Father, how do I minister to youth? And he shared, he said to me, Petey, just the same way that you minister to those who, who are quote unquote grown ups, who are adults, because sometimes what we've done is we've treated, you know, we've treated the youth as of their kids, but sometimes it's really treating them and the childlike faith, which Yeshua calls mature. You know, that's what he does. He says, when you have childlike faith, that is spiritual maturity. And sometimes what we've done is we've thought that because we have so much knowledge and we have we're so grown up in the faith, we think that's spiritual maturity. Actually, that can mean the opposite. Right. That can mean pride. That can mean unbelief. That can mean I know better and all these things. So when we look at children, we have to look at them like the childlike faith Yeshua said that they have, which is an indicator of spiritual maturity. And if that's true, that means that we should minister to them in a way that they can receive and not treat them like inferior, not treat them like like, you know, um, like lesser or anything of that nature. That's what the world does. But as ministers and as as uh, vassals of the kingdom of God, I think it's so important for us to treat them just like and minister and speak to them just like we would to um, adults. Now, now, of course, issues vary in age brackets uh, and we all that we understand all of that. But but I do think that this this and this is what I believe you guys are all, all, are all talking about is it's this this excitement of this is for the youth too. Even though, yes, we know that we say that all the time, but but do we actually walk out ministry in that revelation towards y- young people as well? And perhaps, you know, 
when we treat them in that light, they will get just as excited about the fact that they don't have to wait until they're grown up to be used or to be part of God's kingdom in a great way, to have spiritual gifts, to be uh, to bring edification to others, to bring freedom to others. You know, I just had a lady I remember not long ago said that that their child visited um, that same event you guys were talking about of Rise Up in Missouri. And she said, my child has now casted out a demon out of someone else. And like, I'm thinking like, like the mom was there and the child was there and the child casted out a demon out of someone. And it's like, like, we don't think that that's possible because we think that's for the adults to do. But God is saying, I'm raising by my Holy Spirit and empowering children to go and do the things because and this is the last thing I'll say before I hand it back to you guys. Uh, sorry, I'm really excited here. Uh, he, 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 you know, he, we see that the prophecy in, in Acts is that that it's going to be, you know, when the Holy Spirit was poured out and the speaking in tongues happens, and all that the prophecy of Joel that's quoted is, includes young people. Like we don't think about that. He's saying like old men. Yes. You know, all this, but young men, right? Young women, they're going to prophesy. They're going to be mouthpieces of God. They're going to, and that's the prophecy for the end of days. And so the big question is, is are we in the last days because of Peter was then what are we in? And what does that yeah. mean for the young people? If that prophecy is for them and should not, we not be excited and pray and and be vassals that bring that about, bring the Holy Spirit to them in that way. In the Bible, you know, King Josiah, King David, he used some, yeah, Samuel used some young people that stood in the kingdom and did some marvelous things. And so I think I think the big thing too is is you know, like you're talking about that this this young person that casts out a demon. That's our heart is why the nameless disciples not to bring not bring the glory to our name it's to go make disciples and this is what jesus told us to do in acts and you, you know yeshua said go make disciples of the kingdom preach the gospel cast the demon heal said and so that that is literally our heart when we go and do these things and we read people what we've been in homes we've been in tent meetings we've been in churches we've been in large event centers we've you know and and, and it, we'll go anywhere we'll go to the caves we'll go to the swimming pools like whatever wherever god wants to lead us will come but i think the biggest thing we've seen a lot is is the young people uh, attaching themselves that the kingdom of god is real and it's tangible and it's not just words on a paper now it's a life testimony but not only it's a life testimony but we encourage, like, when we baptize someone, they'll go under, come up. It's like, you're a disciple of Yeshua yeah. now. You get to baptize the next person. Because yeah. he says disciples will make disciples. And so when they're like, what do you mean? I, 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 I can do that? Yes, you can do that. It brings a tangible, real thing for them. And then when they start baptizing other people, other young people, it makes it real. And it's like, I can do this. Now I can go back to my church, my community, my school, wherever they're at, and be a witness of Yeshua and say, you know what? I can carry the gospel. I can carry the good news. I can share my testimony. I can pray for a stranger. I can baptize somebody. And, and I think that's the biggest thing because honestly, you know, growing up in the sports world of my life, um, I did a lot. Of, I played a lot of baseball. And I'll be honest, I, I wouldn't last on the team if I didn't get to go play in the field and hit the ball or catch the ball. You know, so how many of us that were, you know, you're on a team and we're on the kingdom's team, we're on Yeshua's team. Yeah. 
but that we want to be in the game. We don't want to just be sitting on the bench, you know, just cheering on the sideline. This generation wants to be in the game. They want to be touching the ball. They want to be hitting the ball. That's that's what it is, right? And so if we catch that as our families and as our fellowship and begin to realize like these young people want to be in the game of the kingdom and how where how do we do that? How do we how do we empower them and how do we bring unity to families? And we're and uh, we're seeing families just come on fire for the kingdom. We're seeing marriages get restored. We're seeing just God move in families um, through their children. Once your, their children encounter the kingdom, they bring it back home and it begins to shift things in the home. It's not creating child rebellion. It's creating family revival. Yeah. And so that's our, literally our ultimate goal is to bring family revival because the kingdom of God is about family. Yeah. He's all through the Bible. Yeah. He's always been about the family. And so we want to encourage the family and so by doing that, you know, it's just bringing the kingdom to the family, you know, in the book of Acts or Luke 10, you know, it says go home to home. And yeah. so when you're going to the home, you're ministering to the right. family. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cornelius' household, right? It's a, that's always been, the, yeah, the desire of the father. If, if you're listening to this right now, uh, dear brother and sister, and, you know, this is really stirring your heart for you and your family, no matter how old you are, um, I want to submit to you that there is another rise up event that is being planned right now. And if you are hungry for this, I would really encourage you to consider coming and bringing your family to be a part of what's going to happen there. Because if the if the first rise up in Missouri is any indicator, then this one is going to be incredible. And we're praying that it's going to be even more, even bigger, even even more uh, powerful, that it's going to change. And it's going to be great deliverance for everyone who attends. So, uh, Tyler, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So rise up in Arkansas, September 1, 2, 3 and 4, uh, Springdale, Arkansas. We're super excited for this. Um, I just... I encourage you guys, whoever's listening, family, uh, bring your family, not only bring your family, bring your lost friends, bring, bring people that are struggling, bring, um, any, anybody that you feel like, man, they need the kingdom. Uh, I challenge you. I challenge you. Uh, God is really moving and doing amazing things. And it's not just for us. It's for everyone who's listening and anyone who become a disciple yeah. of the kingdom. And so that's our heart with the rise up is to make disciples and, and the show evangelism and show baptism and, and it's going to be happening. Things are going to be taking place and people are receiving freedom and they're going to be um, being empowered by the Holy Spirit. So if you have children or, you know, youth that are struggling with the relationship with God, bring them there because there's going to be some people, young people sharing how they were struggling with the relationship with God and they had an encounter and it changed their life. And, and actually one of them is my brother who'll be sharing. And so super, um, super powerful and so highly highly recommend coming not missing especially if you're in arkansas i know many of you are in arkansas and just just come taste and see that the kingdom of god is real um we're, we're ecstatic and i also encourage be praying with us pray that the kingdom would come it's not about us we're not here to build this 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 meeting this event about us we could care that our goal of this event build his kingdom, build his name. So if you're pray, pray that the God would move and that would change lives, that the loss would be saved, that the hurting would be healed and that those that need to be revived would be revived. Yeah. And guys, just by the way, I'm also going to be there. I'm super excited to be a part of that. 
So, you know, if you're in Arkansas, come. If you're not in Arkansas, come anyway. Because to be honest with you, this is one of those things where it's really worth traveling for. Because this event is unlike anything that is really happening in the United States at this point. So if you're looking for a place where there can be deliverance, there can be freedom, there can be healing, there can be baptisms, there's going to be outreaches going into the city and actually like laying hands on others, preaching the gospel. That's going to be part of it. It's going to be workshops on equipping you to do that. There's going to be times of repentance. There's going to be the gospel preached. There's going to be uh, the truth of God. There's going to be movings of God's spirit. Like there's going to be uh, other speakers like Tom Campbell, my brother is going to be there. And so come and be a part of what God is doing. Come and for the fellowship, come. So you can be connected to other believers. This is really an important thing for us all to be a part of. This is like Tyler said, man, this is not about some event or some ministry. This is about the coming together of the body for us to equip one another, to be there for one another and for for the Holy Spirit to bring deliverance for all of us. So I really invite you, I really encourage you to come and be a part of that. Um, if you want to find out more about this event, you can go to riseuprevival.com. Riseuprevival.com, and you can find out all the information on uh, the event, the registration, things like that. Please do register because there is limited space. And we really want to make sure that everyone who wants to come and bring their friends has room for it. So please do go and register as soon as possible for that. All right, guys. So, hey, guys, thank you so much for coming on here and just sharing your heart. Um, do you, Tyler, do you want to share for with anyone who wants to know more about just your ministry, what you guys are up to? If they want to get involved with what you're doing, how can they do that? Yeah, so you could, um, the Nameless Disciples, uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We've been trying to do some podcasts and just sharing testimonies from young people. Um, yeah, we're not really big, which is totally fine because he's bigger. And um, and but yeah, you can you can check us. We also have a website called thenamelessdisciples.com. And uh, feel free to connect with us. And I also want to say thank you so much, PD, for allowing us to come on here and share. Hey, guys, um, if you want to know more about any of what we talked about here, I'm putting all of the links to the event, to the Nameless Disciples, their links. I'm going to put all of that in the description of this video. So please go and check that out. Again, that's riseuprevival.com and the Nameless Disciples. Uh, you can find them on social media and as well as their website. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us here, guys. Um, if you've been blessed by this broadcast and you want to sow into this ministry of the Nameless Disciples, uh, I didn't tell them I was going to do this. But if that's you and you feel you're, you want to sow into them, uh, please, you can go to riseonfire.com and do so as well uh, to encourage these young people in their ministry so they can continue traveling, having 10 meetings, spreading the gospel everywhere they go. Thank you. I'll see you guys in the next one. Shalom.